and welcome to my xbox and me episode uh, i forgot again because i'm awful at doing this show uh episode 24 i am one of your hosts mc fixer also known as Corey, um and my co-host this week again not ross not nope. scott sedman not nope. david darth moody nope. not laura k butts again thank you for having being on the show laura appreciate it but joseph Hey, how you doing, man? You know, after a, a guest star like Laura, this is how it drops off from here, man. <laughs> definitely not. Definitely not. We're going to do just fine with you. We're going to okay. be fine. Okay. All right. Ross, again, Ross is not just, he's busy doing other things at the moment. He will be yeah. back on the show. People do. I've had a lot of messages. People, calm down. It's okay. Ross will be back. I promise. It's like someone died on The Walking Dead. I'm yeah, sorry. It, I'm sorry. Exactly, exactly. Um, for those of you who don't know, uh, this is my Xbox and me. This is the the weekly podcast that we do every week. Um, Joseph, for yes. those who don't know you, all right, what is it you do? Do you have a YouTube channel? Do you do well? Just let people know who you are. So, um, I'm my name's Joseph. Uh, I do a little podcast and YouTube channel called Poly Games with an I. Uh, and there you can check us out. We do reviews, we do news. We do all types of stuff. And the one thing about our channel is it's not Xbox exclusive. Uh, okay. We, we do them all, right? Cool. We, we play PlayStation, Xbox, PC, and that gives us the ability to piss everybody off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been there, done that. <laughs> oh, right. So, like, so, you know, we have the ability of being totally unbiased and just letting our feelings go. And it's all about starting a conversation with the audience exactly you know that's all i want i never every every video you you hear is about how much i love games and as long as you game i don't care what you game on yeah you know, no exactly as long as it's a phone you're not a real game <laughs> <laughs> you know. um so we've met up through the kind of funny community correct yes yeah so, what a great community as well oh it's fabulous fabulous yeah. fab i posted the podcast there maybe five times every time i post it there the community are just like yeah we love it we love the show we love the mainly the logo that's what i usually get is everyone loves the logo so shout out to kev thank you for making me the logo um and yeah i just try to communicate with everybody again like i said i'm gonna try to get weekly hosts on at the moment until we now down a new co-host and joseph is here to help me this week um joseph what has been yep. in your box this week what have you been playing oh man um place. doesn't matter man uh i played a little bit of quantum break i beat that nice me too perfect and, perfect perfect and what did you great, think about great game i just did not like the tv stuff okay interesting my, yeah i know like a lot of people are like that's the part i love about this game is the tv stuff and i'm like that's the part that was taking me out because okay. other than that it's a it's a beautiful game maybe it was like i was having issues with it or something but every time i like I try to rewind because I miss what someone said. I would be hit with the buffering of death. Oh, uh, see, I didn't experience any of that. Yeah, so I was just like, this is not really great. I can do without this. But I've been playing a ton of Dark Souls, an unhealthy amount of Dark Souls. Today. All right, stay on Quantum Break for me first, then we'll okay. talk about Dark Souls after. All right, Quantum Break, I've been playing that as well. Just finished it as well. Okay. Minor sport, Joe. What? It's a spoiler. We're gonna go straight spoiler. That M boss. Mm -hmm. I don't try not to go too into it, but that M boss was awful, in my opinion. Yes. 
like for people that haven't played the game go play the game the game's phenomenal in my yeah. opinion i love the everything up to the end boss and i even enjoyed the tv show <sighs> i the way they approached any type of boss in that game like and i used air quotes uh, exactly was just awful i, I just, agree with you there i don't want to get into i don't even want to tell you what what you fight it's no 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 awful. exactly it's yeah I, awful. it's yeah, Joe, what you're right. We'll leave it there because I don't want to spoil it for people. It's not, it's very still very new. It's still it's, very new. I don't it, it's just bad. Yeah. And, the, I, and that was the one thing that um and this is very, very light spoiler. The other thing I didn't like about the game was that there was <laughs> guys that could control time with you, but like yeah. run by their backpacks. Mm-hmm. Those guys to me weren't challenging they were just a chore i had to do they were just someone that could do something while you were moving as well yeah and and, and my whole thing about that is if this guy's trying to prevent time how the fuck did he invent a backpack that makes these people go back and i'm just like all right <laughs> i hear you trust me i'm, I'm with you there i'm with yeah. you the thing like i said the gameplay i loved the tv series i loved it was a cover base shooter that didn't rely on like gears of war cover which was nice. yeah i really liked nice. it it to me, it was a grounded Infamous. Yeah, that's I haven't played a lot of Infamous, but I played a little bit of it, and that's exactly what I'm getting, the same sort of vibe. And, and let me tell you, this is Xbox's Infamous, if, yeah. if done right. It's it's a lot of fun. I, I loved, though I hated the TV show actors, I loved the actors in this. In this, okay. You know? I love yeah. Littlefinger from Game of Thrones, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> I love uh, Jake from Animorphs. <laughs> That's how I remember him. I thought the anyway. whole I thought the whole cast was brilliant in this game. To be honest with you, I thought they did a really good job on screen, oh, yeah. off off screen, all of it. It was just it was all well put together. It was a great story, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, just that emboss that really really let me down. Still a great game. I don't know why I got a six on Gamespot, in my opinion. Right, I gave I gave that game um I gave that game a seven point five. Yeah, I thought it was I a thought it's a good start and when i give like also maybe tell you how i rate games sevens are good okay i never want to i hate when like i see on online like sources when people see sevens they freak out no it means it's a good game Mm. so i think this is a good start start and hopefully they improve upon it maybe maybe if there's a sequel or not you know later down the line i think there will be yes (laughs) but yeah Dark Souls, a game that I am not into at all, doesn't interest me in the slightest because of its difficultiness. You've been playing a a ton of it. What's it like? How good is it? Um, Okay, so here's the deal. I got into Dark Souls by Bloodborne. Yeah, okay. Interesting. Uh, Bloodborne Bloodborne is my... God, it it won my game of the year right behind... uh, right in front of uh, Tomb Raider. Uh, It is a great game. It's a very fast-paced game. Dark Souls 3 is a little slower. It's mm-hmm. a little bit more methodical and a little bit more strategic. Okay. Um, that being said, it's it's a great game. There's just some downfalls. Actually, it's not... <laughs> it's going to sound a little fucked up. The bosses aren't hard enough. <laughs> In a Dark Souls game? In really? Because what I'm hearing online sounds differently. No, you know what? A lot of people... The, like. The reason why I never got into Dark Souls is people are like, oh, it's way too hard. It's yeah, way too that's, hard. That's what that's what turns me away from the game. It's to me, the game isn't hard. It's teaching you something. Okay. Which a yeah, lot of, I, I hate you. 
Yeah, a lot of games don't teach you stuff anymore, and you don't really achieve anything. Like Quantum Break holds your hand. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred. It's like here, let's take you on this story. With Dark Souls Three, it's like you're gonna learn how to do stuff, and when you achieve, when you overcome, like when you hit that wall, you don't think you could go any further, and you break through it. Mm -hmm. That's like the ultimate experience. So when you down that boss, you don't think you're gonna kill. It's just like, oh, it's great. It's, it's amazing. It's all, it's one of the best feelings you could get in a video game. Hmm. You know? uh, so far, I've almost beaten it. And I'm not disappointed so far. Good. Okay. I'll look forward to your review. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to hearing it or watching it. Um, I also played the Doom beta. I don't know if you had a chance to check this out at all. I played, mm -hmm. I played like four or five five rounds so i'm gonna play a little bit more after this to be honest with y'all definitely um, do it it's it's quite a good game the multiplayer is yeah. quite good actually it's quite a lot of fun yeah i i liked it i liked it a lot i was surprised in the beginning i didn't like it but then like you kind of get used to it and once you get used to it it starts getting so much fun yeah it's very very fast paced it's very mm -hmm. unreal tournament like yeah uh, very unforgiving no standing still you better keep your ass moving no camping whatsoever. No, not at all. Greg Miller wouldn't be good at this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I see people like try to camp with the sniper. It's cute and all, but you don't, you don't do good. No, do exactly. Not. It's I this totally game rewards it. you moving around. I feel like though the shotgun maybe might need a little tweak. I think it's a beta. I think I yeah. think that's definitely going to happen. The, but it's yeah. the shotgun I like. It's I think it's like three shots for a kill. Depending on where you hit them on the body or the head. Yes. Yeah. But the one thing about the shotgun is what you can do is you run up on a person, you shoot them and then hit them and it yeah. automatically reloads. Like Gears of War. Not apart from the reload part, but that's what I used yeah. to do on Gears. Shotgun hit, shotgun hit. Dead. Exactly. Exactly. So, but uh, so far I, I played that a couple weeks ago. I actually had an impressions on that. And uh, I don't know if it's a day one purchase though. I am interested in the single player aspect of Doom anyway, not right. so much the multiplayer aspect. So for me, it's like, do I care enough? I just wanted to feel what the game felt like in my like oh, this is yeah. what I wanted to feel. It feels good. The game the shooting mechanics are good. It feels the way I thought it would. It's a little bit faster than I thought we would. I love the executions. They're, <laughs> the executions they're are... brutal. Oh like God. some of those executions are fucking brutal. <laughs> But Dude. a lot again, a lot of fun. A lot yeah. of fun. Too much fun, man. Um yeah. what else have I been playing? I'm trying to think. I've been playing a little bit of Minecraft again. Just because I, that's a game I can never get into. Yeah, it's not for everybody. I'm just building out of town and stuff. Uh yeah. I've been playing a bit of Rocket League and the Division, but you've heard everything about those games. Oh yeah. I think God I think God Rocket League is on Xbox now. Because, yeah, that's what I've been planning on. Yeah, like, like uh, I'm definitely going to buy it when it goes on retail, right? Because okay. right now I have it on, on PlayStation because I got it for free. I'm going to buy it on retail, and I just want the Gears of War car, man. Yeah. They got the Gears. <laughs> I've, I've just bought the Batman car as oh well, my God. which is awesome. So just, yeah, I just I wanted to pull Psyonix. They've done a, made a great game. Yeah. And for me, if I can support them with a £2, I think it was for the DLC. Cool. 
Let's exactly. Go. And I love I love their approach to DLC. It's not shoving it down your throat, you know? No, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, this episode of My Xbox and Me is brought to you by mcfixer.co.uk. Also, if you want the audio early, you head over to patreon.com slash mcfixer. Uh, audio is $3, video is 4 Of course, you want video because you want to see our pretty faces. Look at my ugly mug. also head over to www.mcfixer.co.uk slash store we got my xbox and me t-shirts and we have the i support yeah and we got the i support mc fixer t-shirt so if you want to support me and look good doing it head over to the store also i've been told to remind everybody please if you can rate us on itunes I keep getting told this by my fiance who runs certain things in my my <laughs> podcast. It's like you haven't been promoting the iTunes. We're not getting right. more ratings. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So I've been told to, I've been told to beg for more iTunes ratings. Okay. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Okay. Also, this episode is brought to you by Mike Lynch. Most of you must know Mike by now, but he says, Hi everyone in the My Xbox and Me fam. It's Mike Lynch. And I wanted to tell you all about my YouTube channel. Drum roll, please. Dun, 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 dun. It's called Mike Lynch. Of course, Mike. We know this by now, but thank you. Uh, I do reviews and commentary, so check them out sometime on YouTube. I'm not the ukulele player. Again, he reminds you. (laughs) Type in Mike Lynch on YouTube and pick the gaming one, not the ukulele player. No matter how tempting the ukulele player is. Exactly. Just don't do it. Support (laughs) Mike. Mike's been supporting the channel on Patreon.com at the big dollar mark, so he's helping us out and keeping us growing, so I appreciate awesome. it, Mike. Um, let's get into the news, and our first story is a story that you're very excited about. Oh, man. Red Dead Redemption 2's map has been leaked. Uh, the map to Red Dead Redemption 2, a long-rumoured sequel to Red Dead Redemption, even though there's a one before that, but whatever, we ain't going to get into that, has reportedly leaked online. First post on NeoGAF, but taken down. The map is real and very uh, recent art direction model. An independent source confirmed to Tech Radar. The source also told Tech Radar that Red Dead Redemption 2 would be a prequel and the map will be set to the east. What, how does that do for you, Joseph? Me, I'm excited about uh, this, but you, I know you're you're through the roof. I here's the thing about this game, like I goosebumps, goosebumps. thinking about this. Okay, Red Dead is literally my favorite game of all time. Damn, that's a big statement. It, it is. It's huge. I've lost too many hours. There was one week, a week, man, that I would wake up play the game, go to sleep, wake up, play the game, go to sleep. sleep. Like, no, nothing in between. Nothing in between. I lost so many, so many hours to this game. Knowing it's out, like, because there was always rumors that it was going to come out. Exactly. And I was like, but how are they going to do it? Because Red Dead Redemption, like, there are some games that I feel like they're just so good. They don't need a sequel. Mm -hmm. And that's like, Red Dead is is on that list and i'm just like oh really you think it's that it's that good that it doesn't need a sequel yeah and so i'm just like you know because it's just such a masterpiece on its own so i'm just like oh god how are they gonna do it so knowing it's a prequel instead of just a full-on sequel um gets me really excited as i say does that do more for you than it being a sequel yeah because i don't i don't know how this i don't know how a sequel protagonist would do It'd probably be his son, I would assume. Yeah, it would be his son. And his son is kind of 
his model, I mean, they would need to work on his model a, a lot because mm-hmm. he did not look great at the end of Red Dead. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so prequel, awesome. You find out more about John uh, Marson. Uh, Mark's, I forget his last name. Damn it. I yeah, love the Mar- game so much. I forget no, his last Mar- name. Yeah, I think it's Marston. I think you're Marston. right. Okay, great. You know, you find out more about him and his story. And I, I'm, I'm, ex- I'm so excited. I'm just. Yeah, see. I'm interested though about this one because I wasn't a huge Red Dead Redemption fan. I played it, and the problem was I played it in little chunks, where I feel like that did me a, the game a disservice to how I played it. Mm-hmm. Where that game I felt like, like you just said, needed me to sit down with it and play it six hours, eight hours, twelve hours at a time. I had like, a problem. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think but... you should do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I like I I enjoyed parts of it. I didn't okay. enjoy other parts of it. It wasn't to me. It wasn't GTA, but okay. I do love GTA. So you know what? I I I like GTA. Red Dead, of course, is going to be my favorite of the two. I just love the shooting mechanics in Red Dead. Um, it was a the one the one thing about that game is how I remember it. The first like two or three hours are slow. It's a slow burn. But like once you break through the third hour, everything becomes amazing. And then like the online play, the online play is just incredible. See, I think I got there too late. By the time I got to there, the online play, everyone dropped off. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I totally missed all that, which was obviously a shame. That's a game I'm pretty sure I almost uh, got a thousand achievements in. I think it was That's like 940. I was like, good. The, that and, and Dead Space, the original one, just one achievement away. Oh, God damn it. I can't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's move on to our next story anyway. Right. I, another series that is near and dear to my heart personally. Same here, Gears, man. Gears of, War, Gears of War. Gears of War 4 multiplayer is coming, and this shit gets me so hyped. Gears of War 4 beta offers rewards. The Coalition is offering exclusive rewards for those playing the Gears of War 4 beta. By reaching level 20, players will earn a vintage K reward pack, which, this, before I get into all the rest of this, okay. for, for me, this is how you do betas. If you want people to check out your game and you want people to invest time in it, you have to offer them something. And that gives you the loop of that, oh yeah, I've already got something waiting for me when I buy the game. For me, that just gets me so damn hyped. Yeah. Would you yep. would you think of this? This is for me, this is like I was gonna play Gears of War for beta just to try it out. Now I'm going to invest time into it. It doesn't affect me one bit. Why? Because I'm going to be this game. The reason why I'm trying to beat Dark Souls so fast is once this beta comes out, it's yeah. literally all I'm gonna do. Okay, so you was already in. I'm I'm already Gears of War is is my jam. Are you any are you any good at Gears of War? Oh, he's giving, he's giving me the nod. I used to be. <laughs> do you know what? And that's what I found. I used to be, and then I played Ultimate Edition, and I was like, maybe I'm not as good as I thought I was because I was good. <laughs> <laughs> the Ultimate Edition was weird, and how the gunshot were was it wasn't like the original. You original. shot. I, I feel like um, when you're when you're using the shotguns. The shotgun blast wasn't coming out of the shotgun. It was coming out of your chest. Chet, exactly. So that's what was fucking a lot of people up. I don't know if they fixed that or not, but um, that's why we were like, what the fuck is going on? Why can't I aim? <laughs> hey, what was like, I remember when I used to play Gears of War, especially 
especially two and three. They were the ones I was, I used to be shit hot on those ones. Okay. But playing one again just didn't, somehow didn't feel right. It just wasn't matching up. I couldn't get those clear headshots. Yeah, I, have, I was feeling the same exact way. Actually, ironically, um, I hate Gears of War 2. Really? Hate it, hate it, hate it. Hate it. Uh, I like Gears of War. Gears of War 1 multiplayer is the best. Gears of War 3, you get get the salt off out, and I'll enjoy it a lot more. No, the salt is my jam. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. Fool, get off my podcast. <laughs> All right, I'm out of here, guys. I can't. <laughs> no way. I used to love that game, running up on a fool, sticking it in his butt cheeks, and shoot, done. <laughs> That was literally it. I used to just run up on fools, put it in their butt cheek, and that was it. Oh, like, God, I hated that so much. You you were probably the cause of all of my rage. All of more, than likely, more than likely, that was me. But you know what really you know what really pisses me off about Gears, actually, is, you know, we're talking about how we we thought we were good. Yeah. <laughs> and my one friend, Adam, um, he, he, he streamed, that's all he does. He streams Gears of War. Okay. He is still as good as he was back then. So I'm looking at him, like, kicking all the ass, and I'm just, like, over here with my shotgun, like, hey, guys. <laughs> yeah, I think the problem is for me was you had to – it's one of those games you just had to keep going. Like Call of Duty, personally. To be good at Call of Duty, you have to play Call of Duty. You don't have time for anything else. But the industry that I'm in and what I do, I need to be playing everything. I haven't got time to just play – one game. I was telling this to Alfredo the other day. We were talking about it, and he was saying, "Oh, why are you not like leveled up high enough on the division?" And I was mm-hmm. like, "Because I don't have time to just invest in the division. I'm yep. playing Quantum Break. I'm playing this. I'm playing that." And when I used to work at GameStop for Gears of War three, we brought it out, and that was just like everybody was just like, "Let me take a picture with it." <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's I, I. That that game has like is has like my high school years in it you know like there's certain games you look at and you're like that's my high school i remember coming home i used to play with a guy called spoonie shout out to you spoonie if you're listening i don't remember if you listen or not and we i he literally used to call me saying i'm on my way home from school i used to run well i say run i'm a big dude i used to walk really fast because I, <laughs> like, I don't like running come on, let's be honest um really fast to get home to play gears with him and we used to play wingman mode especially on two and three and just wreck fucking shop on that game. <laughs> like, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, that that game. I remember my first memory with it was, I had like a hernia surgery. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh man, I'm feeling like shit. And my mom comes in the hospital and she's like, "Look what I got you." She got me the limited edition Gears of War one, and I'm like, "Yeah, buddy." I can't fucking play it in the hospital. Oh yeah, good <laughs> point. <laughs> Yeah. Right, let's talk about a little company you may have heard of them before but they're called ea ever heard yeah. of those ever heard of them they that indie studio Everybody yeah that, that's it. yeah <laughs> <laughs> ea released a schedule for its ea play event at e3 i don't know why it says at e3 because they're not at e3 maybe i made a miss missy that was my bad. well it's around e3 yeah, true. EA has given us the rundown of its EA Play event, which will be taking place this year before E3. EA Play is a live event that is taking place in place of its E3 schedule. 
for those who don't know. There will be playable hands-on games, talk with developers, and a competition. Not only will it be running from June 12th to June 14th in Los Angeles, there will also be an event in London, which I am praying to God I can get to, because um, that's where I'm from, London, for those who don't know. EA has just confirmed that Titanfall 2 will be joining three titles from its sports lineup, along with other games at the booth. Nah, I am a little... I do actually enjoy a lot of EA games. Mm-hmm. And... I'm kind of interested in how this event's going to do. This, this, this is such a big deal because they've jumped out of E3 and it feels like they're doubling down on the players. Right. For me, anyway, what's your take on it all? Uh, I, f- I feel like we're seeing the death of E3 in front of us. Yeah. And I what can... we're seeing is an evolution of how game studios and publishers are going to talk to the audience. I feel like E3 is still going to be there. Oh, 100%. Microsoft, Sony, even exactly. just Microsoft, Sony. But I think it will be Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo. But exactly. that will be it soon. That will be it. And uh, with that being said, I want to say something even crazier that oh, I've God, been preaching. More. Joseph, you're going to come up with some crazy ish here. I, I ain't looking for my podcast to get right. down from iTunes. I, out I'm, here. Sorry. Right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Here it is. Here it is. Here it, I'm, holding my seat. I'm, I'm holding my butt. Don't worry. That's all the <laughs> coming nowhere near it. Titanfall 2 is going to be this holiday release. Nah, that's not that crazy. That's definitely isn't that, isn't that, everybody's <laughs> saying everybody's saying it's Battlefield. I don't think there's a Battlefield this year. But, mm, there's been rumors, but right. uh, I think there will be this year. I don't know. I think Titanfall is going to be because EA was talking about a few years ago how they wanted it to lay out and they wanted it to be Battlefield one year, Battlefront another year, and then uh, Titanfall repeat. So I'm just seeing that, and I'm like... That's a smarter business schedule, in my opinion. Exactly. Of a new game, new game, new game, not the same boring-ish, <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah. And it yeah. gives you something new every year, but I don't know. That's... I. Yeah. Let's see what happens. And and now here's here's a question I wanna I wanna ask you, with Titanfall being on PlayStation Four now, mm-hmm. right? Do you think Xbox has lost out on something? No, not or at all. Think... To be honest with you, no. No, the game the drop off on the game was awful for Xbox. I bought this game day one. I loved it. Thought it was gonna be the Call of Duty killer like everybody else, but because it was strain it was strangled on one console. They didn't bring enough content out early enough. Right. At least with t- both consoles, they're going to have to support it at day one. There wasn't even private lobbies in the game for like three months or something like that. It was ridiculous, honestly. Yeah. I, so I bought having it on, it on PC. And okay. I just, I like, I loved it. I played on controller. I loved it. Yeah. yeah. Having it on both consoles is only going to benefit the game. It's only going to pop. Uh, who develops that game? God damn it. I forgot. Respawn. Uh, this, Respawn that's it. Yeah. Um, and that they're, they're just going to benefit from it. And for that, I'm always happy for developers to get more out of games. So I'm happy about it in, at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's move on. Let's talk about a game that I've been playing so much. Have you been playing The Division at all? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> okay. Have you done the, uh, the um, uh, what's it called? Incursion. Incursion. Have you done it? I've attempted it. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, cool. Interesting story coming at you then. So, Ubisoft looking into how to punish people who glitched the division 
uh, toughest new boss, which interesting. I only found out about the glitch an hour before the glitch uh, got taken down. So I did it once, lucky enough, got my nice piece of green gear. So suck it, everybody that didn't. Um, and now they're saying they're going to punish people. I didn't write anything else here because I just wanted to talk about this. They made a mistake in their game. Right. Players exploited that mistake. You cannot punish people for exploiting their mistake. That makes no sense. It, yeah. Um... That's, that's how I come down on it. I don't know how you feel, but if, if I make some, if I make this podcast, yeah, yeah. and it costs £10 on Patreon, and I leave a way open for you to get it for five pounds. Whose fault is that? That's my fault. But you're a, you as a consumer, you want the best deal, so you're gonna then go and get it cheaper. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing for this, in my opinion. The the, the incursion is so hard, and right. you need four people to do it on challenging. The, the, they found a way to make it easy for themselves. And they want to benefit from it. You can't punish them for that. You should. Right. <laughs> well, what's the, what's the exploit in the first place? Like... The, the exploit was it's already been patched, so you ain't gonna be able to do it. Was if you had the you know the shield that can go through walls. You've muted your mic, by the way. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> my mic just decided it wanted to mute itself. So I saw it on the corner of my screen. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Don't worry." Yeah. Um. What happened? Yeah. So you used to bet you could run at a wall, glitch through the wall, and then none of the waves would start. But the you know the bomb, the thing you have to put the bomb down on it. Yes. On the what's it called? The tanker or whatever it is. You could just keep throwing smart bombs at it. Oh and what, wow! So there was a way that you, if you could uh, put your health down, you can run through it. Shoot the bombs at it. You do that for it. Took about maybe about half an hour, which obviously was breaking the game for people, which I understand. But you just can't punish people for that. Yeah, yeah. In my, <laughs> it may be I'm wrong. Maybe people. If you think differently, please email me at my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear what people think about this. I personally think you can't punish people for them making mistakes in their game. Yeah, I mean, seeing seeing how the seeing how it was done um, is really elaborate, and it takes long too. Like you said, oh it took yeah. So I'm just saying, I'm thinking like, and also if with the incursion, longer, if not longer, yeah, and with the incursion, once you do it, are you locked out for a week? No, no, no. You can keep grinding it. So what it is is, if you do the incursion on hard, you get one piece of good gear. And then if you do it on challenging, you can keep grinding the challenging mode. But what people were doing was grinding the challenging mode, but with the glitch. Wait. I, and then I can see why they're punishing people. I can um, see why, but it's their fault. It's not right. Yeah, it is their fault. I also think uh, I, I can see why, because the division, the end game, is a bit of a drag. Oh, the end game's poor. I'm so pissed off with it, honestly. Yeah. So, like, with, with, with the incursions... I know there's going to be, I think, a next, another one coming out next month. I think crazy. so. I think so, yeah. Um, with the incursion, they need to keep that thing fresh. They need to keep it interesting and fun. And with so it I being broken. It. Yeah, because like, a lot of people, once they find a glitch, they're like, like I saw this one kid's like, yo, yo, I found out how to get like all the yellow guns really easy. You want to come with me? And I'm like, no, yeah. it's about the experience. No, I'm like, no. yes, take me with you. Let's go get all the yellow guns. Cause like I I got the I got the Yallerhorn from Destiny, okay. By doing the loot cave, 
And yeah. I'm like, well, I'm done. <laughs> exactly. No, so, I like, do. I understand. I yeah. do. I do understand. Let's talk about uh, an interesting experience, shall we? Uh, or something interesting that I didn't. When I read this story, I was so shocked, but okay. not shocked. Rockstar have generated over half a billion, yes, half a billion dollars through microtransactions on G- Grand Theft Auto Online. Microtransactions alone. Yes. Right? Yes. Uh, this news was revealed as part of the ex Rockstar North president. Le- Leslie Bensley, I think I said that right. Sorry if I butchered the name. Uh, 150 million lawsuit against the studio. Now, I get it, people. I get it. I understand that you, for some reason, you need to put money into this game, and more power to you. That's your. You do what you want with your hard-earned dollars. But when we get ne- when we get GTA in four or five years time, do not be surprised when microtransactions are all over this shit. Yeah. Because we are painting a picture to this company that we are willing to put a lot of money in their pocket, which more power to you. If that's what you want to do, I'm not here to judge you. That is your business and you do what you want. But half a billion just on microtransactions. Jesus crumbs! Can I just yep. have? Can I just have zero? Can I have one percent of that, please? I'll take half a percent, man. A half a yeah, Joe. What you got it? You got <laughs> I'll undercut you, man. Uh, Are you? What do you think? What's your, what's your take on microtransactions altogether? Um, DLC itself to me is wrong. Okay. I hate DLC. I think it's uh, toxic. So, like, when I buy a game, I usually just, I never buy the DLC, because usually it's not worth it. Usually, yeah, I can agree. Microtransactions, I can I can get behind, because it's more of a player choice if it's all cosmetic. GTA is something special, because I feel like they do microtransactions right, by having the shark cards, uh-huh. and then just go, okay, you can buy all the fancy cars, go for it. Just pay 20 bucks for them. Or you could just work at them, and work for it, and then, you know. There you go. You it doesn't. It doesn't break the game. Yeah, and it still benefits people that don't have much time, because there are people out there not like us that are a casual, more of a casual gamer, right? That right. still want all the cards but don't want to work towards it. They're they're quite happy to pay the twenty pound. Yeah, and and actually, like that's the only game where I've bought a lot of microtransactions too. I'm one of these people, um, and. The way they they're do it, they're the always problem. on sale. Always <laughs> yeah, on sale. I know. I know. So I'm just like, why not? They're on sale. Yeah. Great. It's very great true. approach. Great approach. Very, very true. I, again, my, uh, Rockstar, I respect you so much. Feel free. Don't even take it twisted. I respect your hustle. I respect your games because you make fabulous games. Half a billion is a lot of money and keep doing what you're doing. But I just like, wow, that's a lot of money. This, is, this game at this point has to have made over a billion dollars. I thought it did, a billion, it did a billion dollars in like the first three days, didn't it? I, I think I don't know. I th- it's I think I it think made it, like yeah. Because I, know, I like think it was of, like eight. I thought it was eight hundred million in like the first Jesus Christ three days, something like that. I think I remember doing the story on this show. Again, my brain's a little bit melted. I right. apologize. Oh um, God, man, that's insane. Yeah, but it just keeps bringing us another great Grand Theft Auto. Which I'm, which I'm down for. 
Question: Did you play Shovel Knight at all? Um, not really. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Shovel Knight just hit one million digital sales, which Yacht Games. I bought the game on Xbox One when it came. Um, it's a fabulous game. I didn't finish it, but it, it's it is a fabulous game. Uh, and congratulations to you. I'm great to see indie studios and the little guy is doing well. Yeah. So, I bought it. I bought it uh, back in December because I love physical copies. I'm not a digital guy, okay. so I, I bought it when it when it was physical, and then I started playing Tomb Raider, and then I just got lost in Tomb Raider. It happens. The game has sold over a million copies digitally. They just hit okay. Duh, 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 duh. It did best on Steam, and then 3DS, and then Wii U, then PS4 and Xbox. Oh wow. That makes perfect sense because it came to 3DS and Wii U first, then it came right. to PC, then it came to PS4, and then it came to Xbox. So that makes perfect sense in the order. Yeah. But congratulations to them. Um and thank you for a phenomenal game. Yeah, I from what I, I only hear good things. I actually also have a shovel knight amoeba. I do what? I didn't add that part to the story, but apparently the amoeba amoeba is selling like hotcakes as well. So well done to them. <laughs> They're doing something right. So good on them. Hitting on their on our nostalgia, you know. Yes, exactly. Yeah. All right. Yeah. This is our last story of mm -hmm. this week. And it's something you may talk about because you're gonna have more of an insight. But it's uh, it's gonna be a long wait for the first Dark Souls 3 add-on. Bandai Namkai confirmed to video game mod that the first Dark Souls 3 add-on will release in the fall of this year. No other information is available, such as name or nature of the content. Hmm. Does that matter to you? Is there enough there for you to replay it? Or would you like something and that sooner? Uh, when it comes to Dark Souls and like games like Bloodborne, that's where I make the, like, the... All right, I'll buy the DLC. Exception, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll make the exception. The one thing I, I feel like they're not talking about, because they're talking about all this DLC, is... Um, the the head creator of or head game designer of uh, of Dark Souls three says this might be who is hinting at that this being the last Dark Souls. Yeah, they've spoken about it before. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just like I, and then Bandai Namco ain't saying anything about it, so they're just like they're they're staying mum, but they're gonna talk about the DLC. I'm just like, what's happening to this? <laughs> I just want to yeah. know the fate of this franchise. <laughs> I, I I feel um. With the DLC, it might suffer the same fate Bloodborne's did by coming out in October. Right? Oh, okay. Because they say the fall, probably October. Because look what's coming out. We got Final Fantasy. We got Gears of War. You know, whatever yeah, they throw out. Yeah. Titanfall 2. Just going to um, get lost in the mix. It's gonna, Yeah. And that's what happened. Bloodborne launched, I think, the same time. I think it launched November 20th. or A week after... Fallout 4. And I'm like, how am I going to even... Yeah. Know? But that's what they try and do, don't they? They're trying to keep it relevant with it not being a new game, but it being something for you to go back to. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not upset. Am I going to buy probably after the holiday season and go back into it? But I know I'm going to be playing Dark Souls 3 a lot. So. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. All right, before we go on to our next segment, I need to remind everyone, do not forget 
to download the free games with gold. This one is Sunset Overdrive, which is the Xbox One exclusive, which, in my opinion, is fucking amazing and a phenomenal free game. I wish that I got it for free. Dude, Xbox has been on a roll with the free games, beating out Sony every single time it's ridiculous this as year. of lately i cannot as I can't, of lately i can't give them credit too much because they did get dicked a lot beforehand but as of lately they're doing a good job I, <laughs> hey i give credit where credit's due but yeah. i won't give credit where credit's not due <laughs> Microsoft have fucked us in a couple of months when we got pill nation for like three months so oh man <laughs> <laughs> no sunset overdrive has to be the best exclusive and the most underrated exclusive that Microsoft has. So it only sold like half a million units. Early. It did. It did a little bit more than that, but yes, I. It did about eight hundred thousand. Oh, okay, eight hundred. Oh, I'm totally just wrong. under a million. Just under. Just okay. under. Just Calm under back. a million. So I'm just like, this game deserves all the praise because Insomniac did such a great job. I think the problem. The... The thing that hurts me most about this was I think the game's amazing. Now, everyone yeah. who hasn't played it can now experience it. But the problem we're going to have is everyone's going to get it for free. So that's an amazing game, hopefully. And there's no hope in hell we're getting a number two because it sold like shit. Or, or hopefully it does the opposite. Everybody's like, well, this is an amazing game. Make another. And then Phil Spencer will maybe make another one. Hopefully. That would be nice. I, I really like Oh. If you've listened to this show, you know every guest that I usually have on, I ask and they say, "In Phil, we trust." Because in Phil, yeah. we do trust. Yeah, I, I love I love Phil Spencer. I think he's a terrific guy, and from what they've had, you know, like the leadership beforehand was horrible, and he is literally taking this brand and just molding it the way he molding wants. it. He's not even fixing it. He's just no. like. What's done is done. I'm going to make this awesome. I'm going to make what, what I have here to work with, I'm going to mold into mine until we get to the next one. Yeah. And we'll see what happens. Yeah, love them. So maybe, maybe guys, you reach out, tweet them, and just go, Phil, make another goddamn Sunset Overdrive. <laughs> hashtag my Xbox and me. <laughs> yeah, hashtag my Xbox and me. Hashtag, you know, PolygamesFTW. You know, oh, like, of course. <laughs> You're good at this shit. I like it. Um, okay. Last week, I said to you I'd have an interview for you. But because we had the superstar on, I couldn't, obviously. But this week, you have got two interviews. We've got one from Nick Macon from Making Games, talking all about Rage Injustice. And number two, we have Jay from Drop Dead Interactive, talking about Gear Gauntlet. So I'm going to leave you in the hands of Fixer from the past. And... You can listen to that, and then we'll be back with Mailbag, hearing from Mr. Mooney. Awesome. What is going on, guys? I am MC Fixer, and today I am with Nick Macon from Making Games. Nick, how are you doing? I'm doing great, thank you. We had to do a take two, because I messed up. It was my fault, not yours. I wasn't going to say anything. I, I appreciate it. You're a good friend. Um, for those who those people who don't know you, yeah. what is the game you're developing i know we know it's called rage injustice but what is it actually about so it's a, a retro inspired nostalgic take on um the side scrolling brawler 2d side scrolling brawler kind of from inspired by the the heyday the golden age of arcade games of the early 1990s the top games for me at that time were games like golden axe um final fight double dragon these things were just they were the ones I found in the arcade and sat and either watched or put you're my missing, 20p. You're missing one off that list, of course. 
Streets of Rage? Of course, Streets of Rage. Come on, Nick. You can't. Come on. Yeah, but Streets of Rage was the, the, the home version. That game, that was the, the best version of that that you could play on the console. It really was. So we, we realized that nobody's doing these kind of games anymore. They fell, they fell away by the wayside or they evolved into new things like Bayonetta or mm -hmm. um, Batman. These are, these are modern day yeah. beat moments. But I wanted to make, bring back kind of the feeling that I have, the memories that I have, the nostalgia I have for that time into a modern game. So it's very, very evocative of the time, yet it's a modern game. So it's HD graphics, it's surround sound, it's, it's an it's Xbox One game. It's, it's not, it's not a Mega Drive game, it's an Xbox One game. It's pushing that as much as we can, um, but crossing the boundary. So it's old and new, it's nostalgic and modern. It's, yeah, it is, it's a game that is itself. It's easy to pick up, it's easy to learn. Me and my dad was the ones we played Streets of Rage together, one, two, three. Mm -hmm. And I feel like as soon as I show him Rage Injustice, he's gonna go, is this Streets of Rage 4? Not that it looks like it, just because someone from the outside perspective of, yeah. that doesn't know video games that well, is gonna go, this is just what I remember. But it's more than just Streets of Rage, like you said. The weapons are better, plastic weapons, of we course. We've got, we got, <laughs> we got plenty of weapons in there. Yeah, there's no, there's no death in Rage uh, It's all knockouts. It's, yes. it's, it's, yeah. So anyway, by the by. <laughs> so yeah, one of the, the, the most positive things we hear from people playing it at the show is when they say, oh, this reminds me of, and they pick the game that they played in their childhood, okay. whether it be Double Dragon. So somebody said, wow, it's like a modern Double Dragon. This is so cool. Or, or Streets of Rage. Oh, you know, have you got a boxing kangaroo? Can we have a box? Is, is there going to be a boxing kangaroo? And it's like, I didn't even think to ask that. Is there going to be a boxing kangaroo? That, like, that, that's, that, yeah, no. no. It wouldn't fit. It wouldn't fit, personally. And we're not doing Streets of Rage 4. No, we're not course. doing Double Dragon 4. We're not... Mm -hmm. We're not doing uh, final. I think Final Fight got three as well, didn't it? So you know, so. we're not we're not doing a, a sequel to any of those games. We're no, trying sure to take are. take elements of all of them, mm -hmm. the the things we remember most, mm -hmm. put them into our own version, our own take on the genre, yeah, and just tweak it and polish it and make it feel good today. Okay, okay. So do you take that as compliments when people say, me personally, when I first met you last year? A whole year ago, do you remember that? I remember that. You was a virgin at interviews, I was a virgin at interviews, neither of us told each other. I thought you were, you were just a, a consummate professional, I thought, my gosh. Yeah. You know, come on, don't float my ego too much. The, my Xbox and me fans, they know. They know that I don't need my ego floated anymore. Um, yeah, so do you take that as a compliment, though, when people say these things? Oh, hell yeah, because those games, have, uh, they've stood the test of time. Even, even for people who haven't played it, They've stood the test of time within their memory. Yeah. You know, it's still something that they hark back to, something that they remember. So to be compared to that, it would be like if I was a, a guitar player and someone yeah. said, you remind me of Jimi Hendrix or you, you know, your group reminds me of the Beatles. When yeah. somebody says something like that, you don't think, well, we're not them. We're not that. You know, yeah, you no, think, it's... I'm being compared to a great here. I hope I can live up to that standard. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I, I am nervous as hell for when we get to release this <laughs> and what people <laughs> think of the final product. Yeah. It's, it's, that'll be a a decision people make at that time, but to be compared favorably from what people have seen in the short burst they've either played or seen yeah. so far is fantastic. Cool, um, let me look at my books. I've got a book of questions for you this time. So, all right, let's talk about names in the video games. Yeah, yeah so I saw on Twitter that 
there's a great name going to be in the video game called MC Fixer. He's in the video game. Oh, that's me. Well, oh, oh, yeah. that's me. oh, I'm MC Fixer. So I'm in the game. You up today? I mean, not not me personally. Yes, but the thuggish version of you in in Raging Justice. Every in the game, we're trying to have each of the enemies. Every time you come across a new enemy, he's got a new name. Yeah. Now that's you know a few hundred enemies, and it's more fun if if we've engaged with our fans to, to get yeah. these names and, and people we know, rather than it just being randomly generated Thomas names. Jeffrey. Yeah, I'd rather, th I'd rather it's like, for, for the few of us that are in, engaged into yeah. it at this stage to, to have that little something little, in there, you know? Yeah. So yeah, on Twitter, you, you shouted I up and I, I think you were first. Yeah, I was like, yo, put my name in, I'll be there. You're one of the first characters in the game at the moment. It's on the first screen, there's you, that's you. So when you get the game, guys, be gentle. Don't hurt me too hard, yeah? Uh, don't use any weapons. Just knock me out quietly and I'll be all right. Um, okay, I said this last time to you. If we can get people to email in at myxboxandmepodcast at gmail.com, pick a question at random, and we'll try to get their name in the game if that's right with you, Nick. Yeah, absolutely no problem, man. I appreciate that. I appreciate it. It can be your own name. It can be a thuggish a version of a name. It can be, you know throw in if you want a Twitter handle in the middle yeah. of it or instead of a oh. thuggish thing yeah. anything that it's got to read more like a name I don't yeah. want numbers and letters no, or that no, no. you know because it's going to be a character's name yeah. MC Fixer yeah it... we're here we're here alright what else we got here so let's talk about your favourite games I want to make this a bit longer than last time what are your favourite games that you've played in the last let's say in the last five years because you're going to go back way too far otherwise and I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit more than that are you even having time to play games? I don't get as much time as I'd like to I, I do make sure that you know at least once a week I have a, a couple of hours playing a game if I don't get more than that yeah. sometimes I get more than that sometimes not but the last game I completed was Batman My Arkham Knight okay. I mean I love the, the, the three Rocksteady Arkham games there yeah. as I said before they're they're the modern beat em up. They're, there's something solid about those characters. The, the only game it reminds me of going back, um, back to the Xbox One is I don't even remember Def Jam Fight for New York. Do I remember Def Jam Fight for New York? Do I? What MC Fixer used to be a rapper? Do I remember Def? Of course I remember Def Jam. Come on, Nick. Okay. Come on. It had Danny Trejo in it. That's yes. pretty much as much as I can remember. Ludacris. Yeah. Luda. Come on. Come Danny on. Trejo. Okay. That's all. But you like that game as well. Yeah, that game. But it's there's something kind of meaty and weighty about the act, and that's what Batman reminds me of. So that was that's one of the games I've played recently. Uh, you probably see a theme of this, but I've also played Bayonetta recently. Okay. Uh, Bayonetta too. I I I remember playing Bayonetta when it was on the Xbox 360. Played the demo and thought, what people are saying it's great. What? Yeah, yeah. Then I got the game and it's like wow. I don't know what it is, it just clicked. The stupid story, the over-the-top action, everything about it was like, this is just so much fun. <laughs> so yeah, I'm now playing Bayonetta 2. I basically platinum games, I love them. Okay. Their, their games are fantastic. Okay. Um, what other games have I played? Oh, do you know, I, I like Street Fighter as well. Yeah, what, the new one? The new one I haven't played is enough to form a full opinion. I'm not gonna let you, yeah, I'll let you off the hook there then, Nick. Um, let's talk about where you used to work. So you used to work at Rare. Yeah, I, I was at Rare. In fact, the the three of us that are developing Raging Justice, we all worked at Rare for ah. um, various amounts of time. But yeah, I was there for ten years. So, what games was it you worked on at Rare? So I I, I started at Rare on Cameo Elements of Power. I I don't think it was called. I can't remember what it was called at the time. Mm -hmm. Possibly Aerial Book of Monsters or <laughs> something like that. But it was uh, being developed by the team that had just finished. 
Donkey Kong 64. So we were working to hopefully what we thought was going to be the next generation Nintendo console. Yeah. Uh, we were working towards that, which became the GameCube, mm -hmm. which we missed the launch of, and then we missed just after launch of that. Yeah. And then it went to Xbox when Microsoft bought us. Then it went to 360 and launched finally on the 360 at launch. Yeah. I also worked on uh, Perfect Art Zero as well. So it was a great game. Oh, it was a great game. There are some naysayers, but there's some really good parts of that. Not in my community, there ain't no naysayers, because I said so, right? <laughs> um, all right. We spoke last time, we spoke a little bit about the Avatar. So yeah. you helped work on Xbox Live's Avatar, correct? Yes. Uh, the, the, after Perverot Zero and Cameo had launched, I went as part of a concept team that were coming up with ideas. One of those ideas we pitched to Microsoft eventually got took ahead as the Xbox Live avatars. Uh, we split away from that team and the, that team developed it eventually. It's but all your fault, Nick. It's your fault I'm buying costumes for my avatar. And I had to buy those who know Haley. A tiger for Avatar. This is all your fault, correct? Uh, I wouldn't take entire blame from it. Nick, we're friends, but it's all your fault. Sorry. Um, what else have I got in this little book of... Uh, Where can people find you? People can find me on Twitter. So that, uh, If you're interested in the dev side of it, follow me, Nick Making. Yep. Um, if you're more interested in the games, the, um, Making Games. So making that games brand, on Twitter. That branding, dude. Yeah. You got the branding on point. Nick making, making, making games. games. Damn, you're good. <laughs> I wish I would have come up with that. I, you know, I, I went with MC Fixer and put a little C instead of a big one. And now everyone calls me Milk Fixer. Except me. I, I, got, got, it I right. got it right. I know. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, yeah. Be sure to check out Raging Justice. I love the game. Uh, back to you, Corey and Ross, on my Xbox and me. See, time loop there, guys. Cheers, Nick. What is going on, guys? I am MC Fixar, and you're listening to my Xbox and Me episode, I don't know, 23, I think. Could be. It could be, it could not be. I'm here with Jay. Jay, we've tried to do this one time, two times, three times. Yeah, three times, lucky. Three times, and this is the fourth time lucky, all right? You're from Drop Dead Interactive. That is correct. Hey, I got it right. I'm not going to lie, I was upset. Who's this little one? This is twin number... Two. Are you number two? Yeah, number yeah, two. You're number two. Yeah, Sophia. Alright, we're gonna talk about the game for a little bit, yeah? You're gonna tell me your thoughts at the end, yeah? <laughs> Alright, so you just giggle lit, it's just come out with a release date. Yep, that is correct. April April the 15th, which is next Friday. For those people who don't know what giggle lit is, tell them a little bit about it. What's the, the pitch? Basically, giggle lit is a game that's supposed to induce a lot of rage. It's a cross between, let's say, Guitar Hero. Super Meat Boy and a bit of, um, let's say, Jetpack Joyride. Okay. Uh, the only difference with this is that there is an end point, so you would, it's not an endless runner. Um, so, yeah, I mean, most of it is basically trying to get the fastest times, get the best scores, and competing with your friends. It's very competitive and has a lot of replay value because everyone has lots of friends. Yeah, <laughs> cool. I've got lots of friends, apparently. Tom's off camera, he's my friend. <laughs> hey, um, okay, the last time I played the game, the last time I played it before we did this again, yeah. I've noticed there's new elements to the game. There's new modes, if I'm right. Can we talk about a little bit about the new modes? Yeah, so basically, when I last came um, and did an interview, that was probably about a year ago. So basically, a lot of the feedback we got was that the game was hard, which, I mean, it's supposed to be hard, but there are some people, <laughs> <laughs> there are some people that want to play the game 
but they want to sort of slowly get into that, um, you know, that level of hardness. Yeah. So basically, I added in two new modes. So the first being that you can't die um, other than getting caught by the screen. Oh. So the blocks um, will just stop your progress until you figure out which colour to press. And we found that this actually teaches people about the mechanic um, and, you know, and it just gets them better. People don't know the colours of Y, X, B, yeah, exactly. A, come on. It's one of those things that just gets embedded into your brain, but you just don't think about it until no, you're... Exactly. Until you ask, okay, press this colour. You know where the buttons are, but you don't know where the colours are necessarily. Yeah, exactly. So the second mode is basically, it's kind of similar, ex except that you take damage instead of just dying instantly. Okay. So, so now we've got the three modes. So you've got the no damage, then you've got the slight damage, and then you've got the insane mode, which is just basically instant death. The no MC fixer mode, not happening. And, and that's the one basically the game was mainly based around. And, you know, once you start, when, once you get into the game and, and you know, get that flow, we found that most people instantly go to, the, to this mode because that's how you get the most points because it's got a 1.5 multiplier. Okay. So if you want those big boy scores, you got to play that mode. Uh, number one, my Xbox and me fans, they're going to want to know. Achievement list. Yeah. Easy to obtain, hard to obtain, middle to obtain. Um, I would say you've got a... You've got a um, quite a majority of the achievements is quite easy. You're not lying to me now, no, are you? No, you can put it on the easiest mode all you do is just literally get through all the levels mm -hmm. and um, you just you basically you get one uh, set of achievements for for beating the first world, second world, third world, fourth world. Normal stuff. And then you get you get a sum for just getting the points. So you literally, if you wanted to, could just grind on the easiest level ever, just keep getting it and getting it and getting it and do you know what I mean? And just keep You're talking my language now. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So but then you then you obviously get the ones where um, it gets a bit harder. This is collecting the S grades. This is this is probably the, one of the hardest ones to do because you need to kind of be perfect. Um, but if you're playing insane, there's room for error, um, and that's why I say there's more risk, um, you know, doing insane. So but you're gonna screw me over because you're gonna put an achievement for insane mode, which you know I'm not gonna be able to do, which is gonna upset me. Is that what you're telling me? Well, it basically, it, it's we we kind of decided, you know, we wanted to separate, you know, the the skillful from the people that, obviously, I mean, we don't want everyone to be able to get, feel they're getting the majority of their achievements, yeah. but then we do want those, uh, the top, yeah, the exactly, top the top. To, to be able to say, okay, you know, we worked hard for this, because yeah. at the end of the day, the game is about, you know, putting in that putting in that work, putting in that skill, yeah. it's, a, it's a hard game, it's, it's, you know, I don't want to say it's, it's anything like Dark Souls or anything like that, no, but it's, it's along those lines where it's supposed to be hard. I think it's a, for me personally, it's a learning curve. You learn how to play the game exactly. and then you keep grinding that level and you learn where the blocks are, yeah. how you're going to maneuver around. There's, there's a lot of people that look at the game and say, oh, it's a 2D side scroller. I, I, I've got I've this. Got this. I've got this. I've been playing Mario. I've got this. <laughs> and, then, and they start playing it and then it's like, oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. I need to take a step back. Yeah. Then they start, they, they go the easy route. You kind of get the flow, blah, blah, blah. Then you say, okay, I, I want to go for that rare. Yeah. The rare sometimes, it's not even in a, necessarily a hard place. Oh, it's right. just that it might be hidden, like, because, because the screen moves quite fast, in, yeah. especially on the insane mode. So you might need to just sort of look at it and say, okay, that's where it is. Okay, let me plan how I'm going to get there and then do it. And, you know, I mean, I've, there's a few people that have messaged me. Jay, I beat the game. You know, I put that work in. I, I stayed up all night because I wanted to beat your score. So wait, so people have got the game, but you know, your boy MC Fixer here, he ain't got the game. What's up? What's up with that? <laughs> you, what? do he, what's up with that? MC Fixer ain't got the game because I don't want to distract you from doing what you got to oh, do okay. for them. I've got to get the interviews out first. Exactly. I need to give you the game. <laughs> no, uh, it's, just, it's, just a, it's just a time thing. Do you know what I mean? Um, exactly. Uh, uh, do you know? It's it's it's, such, it's like a blessing and a curse. 
You know, there's every indie developer, you know, when they're making these games and stuff like that, yes, you've got a passion for it and you just want to put your work out there, but at the same time, you, you do want a bit of that recognition and the love and support I've gotten for this game has just been so amazing. You know, like, yeah, I mean, Twitter's just been blowing up and, you know, it's just been I'm nice. I'm glad. I'm glad. Like I say, it has been a year in the making. Yeah. We have got there finally, exactly. I hope. Yes, it's uh, um, <laughs> Where can people find you on social media? People can find me on Twitter, um, at Bites of Chicken, that's Bites with a Y. Cool. Um, on Facebook, or just 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 search Jay Adeloy or Bites of Chicken and usually you'll find me. Cool. Thank you very much for your time, I appreciate it. No worries. Thanks, little one. <laughs> Did you like the game? Yeah. <laughs> Alright, cool. Cheers, mate. And we're back. Hope you guys enjoyed the interviews. Uh, thank you again to Nick and Jay uh, for talking about their games with me. Again, if you want your get name, your name, or your company's name, or someone's name, or a special name in Nick Maker's game, Raiding Justice, you need to email in myxboxandmepodcast at gmail.com. The best email question we get, I'm going to send it over to Nick, who's going to put your name in his game like he's doing mine. Yes. MC Fixer is in the game. That's yes. fucking awesome. You can beat up MC Fixer. It's fucking amazing. Nick, <laughs> you are a legend. I love you so much, Nick, and he knows that. Um, but yeah, so the demo I played, literally at the start of the game, there's two enemies, and one of them's me, and one of them's somebody else. That is fucking incredible. Yes, so, like <laughs> I say, if you want your name in the game, be sure to email me, myxboxandme at gmail.com. No, myxboxandmepodcast at gmail.com, sorry. Um, and you have a chance to get your name in the game. Let's do the mailbag and hear from Mr. Moody. And it says, hello, everybody. Hello, oh, hey, Mr. What's Moody. Up, My question is, what game franchise do you wish would come back? For me, it's Dino Crisis. I love the first two games. What happened to the, what, Moody? You didn't like the third one. And with how Crisis 2 finished, it left itself open for more games. Yes, I know there was a Dino Crisis 3. Oh, okay, my bad. Uh, Dino Crisis 3 on the first Xbox, but that was poor. What? Mr. Moody, you ain't got a bloody clue what you're talking about. Right, let me finish your email, then I'll slag you off. And went so far away from the first two. I don't even think it... I don't even think it's anything to say on the first two. Cool. Keep up the good work, and Corey, you can't say Resident Evil. Your fan and friend, <laughs> Mr. Moody. P.S. Good luck to Ross Miller on his next project. Yes, good luck to Ross. We spoke about this already. Love you, Ross, whatever you're doing. Cool. Uh, that, okay. Joseph, I'm going to yeah. give you this question first. Franchise that you could bring back pretty much from the dead that's pretty much the question oh man this is such a tough question because all the games like i really love i don't want to make a sequel of like we talked about this earlier right we talked about red dead like mm -hmm. last of us is another game that i would never want like hearing that they're doing a sequel i'm like but the first one's so good <laughs> i totally agree so it's just like ah god so i'm not gonna go with franchise okay not, or technically i am I'm going to go, if you see this shirt, you see that it is a Star Wars shirt. Okay. okay. Vaguely Star Wars. Um, so I'm going to go with that franchise. And a game that needs to come back, or a sequel of, is Shadow of the Empire. Shadows of the Empire. Okay. On the N64. That game is so fucking awesome. <laughs> have you ever played it? I think I have. I actually, the problem is, I was at that time, the time okay. you're talking about, I 
hated Star Wars. Okay, I know, I know, I know. Look, I, I wasn't a big Star Wars fan until the new one just come out. That was the okay. first one I've watched and enjoyed. Every other one, apart from episode one, I loved episode one, just because everybody hates episode one. I love episode one. Yeah, Mr. Kylo Ren right there. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so I think I, I played a lot of Star Wars games, especially the one that was on PS1. Do you remember that one? Uh, Jedi Battles, I think it was called. Yes. That game was talking, fucking awesome. That's the one, yeah. The, the uh, Battle of Kashimaru or whatever Something like that. Something like that, yeah. Got it. Everybody talked about how horrible that game is. I share the same feeling. Nah. I, it's so awesome. That game was awful. That game was amazing, sorry. Um, so bad it's good. It's like the room of video games. Exactly. But no, I think I played the N64 game we're talking about, honestly. It, it is awesome. You play as Dash Rendai. You're like fucking like Han Solo's. <laughs> You're like Han Solo's like, I don't know, friend or something with a Millennium Falcon lookalike ripoff, but it looks just as cool. And it's amazing. It just, it's amazing. It's a third person shooter. It has the best Battle of Hoth since ever. It's amazing. I would love to see another one of those. No more Force Unleashed. I don't need that in my life. Give me this game, damn it. Okay. okay, that's a good answer. If not for me, do it for little BB here. Do it for BB, eh? he deserves okay. it. I have, <laughs> you don't think I have more Star Wars stuff on my desk? You are sadly wrong. <laughs> I'm I gonna go. I'm gonna go with a game that wasn't necessarily dead. It didn't die because they still made types of these games. But do you remember Spider-Man One and Two on the PS One? Yep. Nah. Activision have those rights. Give me a remake of those two games, and I'd be fucking really happy. Now, does Activision own the rights to the video game Spider-Man? Or is that like Sony and them? Do you know that by any chance? I haven't got a clue. I think it's Activision. I think Activision's got the contract. That's fucking weird. Yeah. That's, that's what I always figured. It was just like, because Sony owns Spider-Man on the big screen. So when I saw it coming out on ps4 and like xbox one i was just like sony you're missing out on like a fucking awesome exclusive i don't know yeah no i don't think it works like that yeah okay no, no i agree dude spider-man uh amazing spider-man 2 no oh, no not the amazing spider -Man. oh not the amazing spider-man no not the do you not remember the original spider-man literally on the ps1 not the amazing spider-man <sighs> i don't know oh my god that game was all amazing. It was okay. so good. I'll have to take your that, word for it. Google it. You, when okay. you get off this podcast, you <laughs> Google that game and find out where it is. It was amazing. So I would pick that. Um, Dino Crisis is definitely a good call, though, because especially me being such a huge Resident Evil fan, Dino Crisis is the next best thing to Resident Evil in that sort of franchise. Mm. Everyone loves dinosaurs all of a sudden again. So Dino Crisis 4... No, maybe we should do a remake of one, actually. Or you know what? You know what? Like, if Microsoft was smart, um, they would just say, hey, Rare, just remake any of your games. <laughs> Stop making a Pirates <laughs> game. Don't hey, I'm looking forward to Sea of Thieves. Oh, so don't, even, don't you dare come on my pod and talk right. smack about Sea of Thieves. I'm, I'd rather say nothing than something. And just make another Cocker game. Make another Banjo-Kazooie game. You see that there's an audience that wants it because of the ukulele support, just give us one of those, you know? Give us one of no. those gems. 
No, give me Sea of Thieves and then we'll talk about it, all right? Uh, I guess. <laughs> all right, let's plug, plug, plug and get ourselves out of here. Joseph, what have you got to plug? Let's talk about your YouTube channel. Let's talk about everything okay. else. Okay, so if you want to hear me talk shit about Sea of Thieves... <laughs> This is the place to go, people. This is the place to go, okay? Um, I have a YouTube channel, Poly Games with an I. Uh, I have a podcast called Poly Games with an I. On our YouTube channel, like I said, we do reviews, we do news, we do my opinions that I'll get yelled at for. Uh, on my podcast, we have roundtable discussions where I bring in average gamers like ourselves, and we just talk about what we love, and that is games. And then we have a weekly wind-up show where we take all the news, uh, and then I share it with my brother, who isn't a gamer, and I just yell at him and call him dumb. So check that out. That sounds really entertaining, actually. Yeah, actually, you know what? Um, I love working with my brother because he is. We're two different types of nerds. I'm a gaming nerd. He's a tech nerd, and then we just oh, okay. collide. And so it's just like he's looking at this out, you know, on the outside from the outside, and he can be very blunt about it. And that's what I love about it. So it's just like. He doesn't have a bias because he could care less. Yeah. It's like, whatever. This is how I feel. <laughs> and I'll cool. get that for it. But yeah. What you do you have to plug, man? Uh, wait, wait, wait. What about your Twitter? Because I know you've got to have one of those. Oh, I do have a Twitter, guys. If you want to see all the food I eat, I go on to Twitter. Oh, wait, no. That would be Instagram, right? Um, both. Give me both. I don't care. Okay. If you want to see what I eat, go on my Instagram at Polygames. Uh, my Twitter handle is Polygames. FTW, um, and there you can see all the stuff I post. There. Cool. Thank you very much. Uh, also, me I would like to say, go on. Um, my podcast is also on OKCupid okay and Grinder. It goes both ways. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good to know. Uh, check out mcfixer.co.uk. That's what keeps me going. Patreon.com slash mcfixer. Without the patrons, I, the podcast doesn't happen. So, and I do need, I do stresses every week, but so I think people think I'm joking. Like the people that support me on Patreon without them, I, there is no podcast. There's no website. There's no YouTube. There's no streams. There's no nothing. Like seriously, there isn't anything I can do because I try to do this as full time as I can. And without their support and obviously people like Mike Lynch, everyone, I'm not even going to name everyone because they get their shouts out at the end of the month. Do you know what I mean? With that, you guys, I can't do this. So patreon.com slash mcfixer, you get the show early. Uh, we're doing a 24-hour live stream at the end of this month. Yeah, I'll give you a date towards the end of the month, which I'm not looking forward to this, guys. Did we have to hit this Patreon goal? Because I am I done fucked up, didn't I? Because now, <laughs> now I have to give it to you. Um, where else am I at? YouTube.com slash mcfixer. We've got an unboxing video going up tomorrow so the day you well friday it already be out by non-patron here and this patrons tomorrow um of quantum break i got a bag of goodies from uh, xbox they sent me or i got from x-rays so you check that out you'll see a couple of goodies that i got um and that is it joseph thank you so much for coming on mate thank you for having me man thank I hope, you guys I hope you enjoy the show um and yeah. until next time i'll see you guys later bye love you guys <laughs>